0: Hello, hello, and welcome back. So I'm going to give it to you straight. I just recorded about 18 minutes on something and I kept getting so off base that I scrapped the whole entire thing and I'm starting over. (laughs) So you should know by now, if you listen, that these episodes I normally go into with pages and pages and pages of notes, like literally thousands of words written down. And I usually end up looking at none of them. That's not, you know different from the norm here. However, this week is different in that I don't have those pages. I am going in completely blind and completely off of a hunch. I have 100 words written down in front of me, which again is absolutely fucking nothing. And I'm recording this hurriedly because I got an intuitive hit when I was doing cardio today that I needed to do a podcast around gratitude. And so when I get those hits, when when intuition tells me, Heather, you need to do this, I do my damnedest to listen. And I'm starting to feel myself um, put a block up because I don't like having to redo things, especially here and in this space. I want to always give you me, unedited, me, raw, me, my thoughts as they come. But what I just recorded for the last 18 minutes seemed very jumble, so I'm going to talk that up into me getting myself together. It's my proverbial notes that I did not actually write down, and we're just going to dive into this, but I'm giving you a warning. Y'all know I tend to get a little circular, right? You know I tend to go off base, and I tend to ramble. This is a subject I will ramble on. <laughs> and so, what are we talking about today? We are talking about gratitude. Why are we talking about gratitude? Gratitude. Again, I don't know. I don't know if my intuition told me to talk about gratitude because I need a refresher. I don't know if it told me because you need a refresher or if it's just the season, right? We're coming into the holidays. We're coming into Thanksgiving, a time to be grateful, a time to celebrate, a time to appreciate. But does the holidays do that for us? No, no. Not really. Most of the time, the holidays further stresses us out. Most of the time, the holidays drains us. It, it gets us to pour from cups that are already empty. It gets us to lower our boundaries. We say yes to things that we know are not good for us, that are not serving us, whether they be social events or overextending ourselves financially or overextending ourselves physically, right? Like we're going out too much. We're drinking too much. We're eating like shit. We're not nourishing our beings during this time. And so, Maybe my intuition told me this is kind of like a collective deep breath for all of us, which is probably something I need to do right now because I'm already getting worked up. You can tell gratitude is a subject that I feel very, very strongly about, um, Because it is something that has changed my life, right? Whenever I do this podcast, I always tell you, and I mean it. I mean it sincerely from the depths of my soul. I am in it with you. This is not me being an expert. This is not me saying, listen to me. Follow my advice. This is me saying, hold my hand. Walk through the bullshit with me, (laughs) right? Because even though I feel like just a completely different person than who I was 10 years ago, even five years ago, even two years ago, I still very much feel my in it, right? I think the difference is now I understand that I'm always going to be in it. I'm always going to be improving. I'm always going to be looking. And I'm always going to be surrounded by bullshit, whether it be my own or other people's. And I think that's true for all of us. It's just the difference in an awareness that with changing my outlook, I can change my life. And that's gratitude, right? I have, and this is this is what I'm saying, I never say I'm done. I never say I'm finished. And I never say that I feel like I've gotten it all figured out. But with gratitude, I've gotten it figured out. And, and I know that's a bold thing to say. That is a bold fucking statement. But I can say it with 100% seriousness, feeling it to be true from ev- with every fiber of my being. I have gotten gratitude as it applies to my life figured out and it has changed my life. It has completely changed my life. It has changed the way I look at other things. It has changed the way I look at, you know, the world around me. It has changed the way and how I deal with myself, how I deal with other people, like all of those things. It has completely changed my life and so that's why I want to talk about it today. And again, we might get a little, Circular here. We'll probably definitely get a little woo here. I apologize, but I also don't apologize because, you know, you know what to expect if you're still listening. And if you are still listening, I just appreciate you. So I wish I could hug you because thank you. So anyway, what is gratitude? It is misunderstood. I think we think of gratitude as just a feeling, and it's not. Gratitude is an act, right? Being grateful is an action. It is a verb. And so while feeling grateful is certainly a part of gratitude, that is a marginal part of it. The main part of gratitude, and if you want gratitude to change your life, it has got To be an action, it has got to be a practice. And by making it into a practice, by making it into something that we habitually, habitually do, by doing it every single day, bookending our days with it is something I highly suggest. So, starting your day with gratitude, ending your day with gratitude, it will change you. But writing down three things you are grateful for in your journal is not enough. And here's the thing: if you have worked with me in the past. In any coaching capacity for the last five years, I've told you to gratitude journal. I I mean it because again, this is something that's changed my life hugely, hugely. But that's not enough, right? That is that is the tip of the iceberg. It is doing so is getting you. It is just getting you in the practice of looking for reasons to be grateful and. Truly becoming a person who is in an attitude of gratitude, I understand how silly that sounds, but it's the truth. If if you are truly in an attitude of gratitude, it is your default, which means instead of finding yourself stuck behind a slow driver and complaining or stuck in a long line at Target when somebody's writing a check or that the dishes are just full in the sink again and nobody put them away or, oh my God, you have so much laundry to do. That your default is no longer going to be, what the fuck, woe is me, oh my gosh. It is going to be, okay, this is what's happening right now. I have no other choice but to accept what is happening right now, to acknowledge what is happening right now, whatever that may be. And it's my job to still be grateful here. And so, if you see me smiling like a happy fucking idiot in the middle of Wegmans when it is just busy as fuck and everybody is just anxious and in running around trying to get their Thanksgiving shopping done, that's why. Because I am grateful as fuck to be there, right? And that is how I want to live my life. I want to live my life in a state of ecstasy, which is a flex to say. And guess what? I'm saying it with my full body. I, that is my goal, that I have so many goals in life, right? They all boil down to one thing, to create a life that I am thrilled to live. Just thrilled to live and to understand that that does not have situations attached to it. And so it's not a situational goal. I am not saying I will be thrilled to live my life when I have a mansion over the ocean. I will be thrilled to live my life when I am making, you know, a huge fat paycheck from being a best-selling author. I am going to be love my life when I have a six-pack. I'm going to love my life when I weigh X amount of pounds or when you know I have a clean house or whatever the goal may be. That is not gratitude. That is not living in ecstasy. Living in ecstasy is saying where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I do not fight with reality because if I'm fighting with reality, I will lose 100% of the time Shout out to Byron Katie for that quote because it's the fucking quote. But gratitude that is living in ecstasy is understanding that where I am right now is it. And that's a capital I-T. Where I am right now is it. It is exactly where I am supposed to be and it is my job to find all the reasons to be grateful for. And I guarantee you, once you force yourself to start finding reasons to be grateful, you will find an infinite amount an infinite amount. I mean that. Because here's the thing with gratitude. This is the trick. This is this is the cosmic joke. I really truly feel like I was given information. I don't know how many years ago. Maybe around like five years ago. Maybe four. I don't know. But I was given information into literally a cosmic riddle. And it was... I came to the realization that almost everything that annoys me, almost everything that upsets me, everything that causes me stress, causes me anger, causes me frustration, they are also the things that I am most grateful for, right? They are also the things that I have prayed for. They are the things that I, you know, have worked my ass off for. They are the things that were given to me that I just appreciate fully when I can pull myself back from whatever situation and look at it you know from a higher plane and they are the people that I would do anything for. And so think about this in context of our families, right? I apologize if you do not yet have children nor if you don't plan to have children, but I assure you you can apply this to anything and and I'm I have to explain this from my lens, which is the lens of a mother and because that's how I view life and I feel like this is something that a lot of women around my age, you know, those 30s, like, late 20s to, like, you know, even 50s, whatever, this is something we deal with, and that is that we walk around just chronically fucking pissed off and salty that there's dishes in the sink, right? Like, we just walk around so angry, like, oh my god, I have to do laundry again. Nobody appreciates me. I'm the maid. I'm the whatever. Like, and we just get so fucking salty for these stupid ass things. I figured out, That what I was doing in those moments when I was allowing myself to be pissed off that I'm folding the laundry again, that I'm putting away the dishes, that he didn't put his pan away, all that bullshit, which don't get me wrong, I still catch myself in those moments all the time, all the time, all the time. The difference is after I catch myself in them, I can call my bullshit because that pan that I'm putting away, I would lay in traffic for that person. I would give my kidney without thought to that person. I would do questionable shit, legal or not legal for that person if they needed it because I love them so much, right? Like the laundry, my kids' underwear that I'm constantly folding and putting away and pulling out of their sweatpants because I don't know at what age you figure out that you take off your pants separate from your underwear, but my children are definitely not there yet. Not the younger two. Sorry, Ev, I'm not throwing you under the bus here. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like it's so easy to get so annoyed like in those situations like, oh my God, I have to deal with this. Again, it's never ending. Woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. Guess what? I would die for them. You know, I would give my life for these people. I love them more than words could even begin to quantify. How dare I become salty and angry and annoyed that I have the actual fucking just blessing to fold their laundry, right? And that might sound so weird to you for me to be in such a state of ecstasy around folding laundry and putting away dishes. But guess what? I will take that over the alternative any fucking day because here's the thing, which most of these situations that we find ourselves annoyed in, this is true for work, this is true for life, this is true for relationships, through parenting, anything. We are bitching about them, but at one point or another, we chose them, right? We chose these situations. I well, technically, I didn't choose. Well, yeah, I did choose to be a mom, right? I, ch- I chose it, it, to make that pregnancy be something that I was going to see, you know, at 19 years old. It wasn't something that I consciously chose, but it was a situation that was given to me that I accepted. And, you know, fuck. God, did it just... Change my life in just the most amazing ways. And so it's like, how dare I ever get annoyed with anything attached to this beautiful child that I would, again, I would do anything for? Like, why am I going to be annoyed that I'm cleaning up dishes? I could leave them. I am choosing to put them away, right? Like, I am choosing to not let the laundry pile up. I am choosing to answer back the work emails. I am choosing to, you know, do all of these things. At one point or another, I consciously chose them. I found myself, so I'm new on TikTok. If if you're on TikTok, come and find me, which I'll give you the this is off base, but I fucking hate it there. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to stay there. I don't know what it is. I have an energetic block around TikTok. I do not look at it. I do not scroll. I don't want to scroll. I don't want to fucking be there. I think it's because I know myself. I am such a person who is, I will consume and consume and consume if I find myself entertained. And I know that I have the um, opportunity to do so there. And so I don't want to get sucked in, right? I already, I waste enough time on Instagram. I don't want to do that on, on TikTok. But anyway, I put this video up on Friday on TikTok. I was in class. In, so again, if you don't know, I'm back in school. I'm nearing the finish line. But I'm in class and I'm texting my husband because he's the person I allow myself to bitch to. going to go off base again. You know how I feel about gossip. You know how I feel about venting. It's bullshit, right? All you're doing is talking shit. It's not productive. It's never going to change anything. However, we are human. We need to be allowed to do so. So I found for me... I have two people that I will gossip and vent to without first checking myself, which means like I will, with anybody else, I'm not saying I only gossip and vent to these two people because that's not the case. Again, I'm human. I'm flawed. Like I I err. With anybody else though, I make myself pause first. Do I need to say this? Is this something I would want coming back to me? And I'm very cautious about what I say with anybody outside of these two people because I don't, I know my words have power, right? I know the karma I'm putting out into the universe and I know the potential for them to go because conversations grow legs, right? So anyway, I I want to be cautious with my words. That is something that is very, very important to me in my growth and how I want to live my life. But I will allow myself to vent without thinking with only two people, and that is my husband and my daughter. Why? I probably shouldn't burden my daughter like this after just saying this like out loud. So I'm going to take Evelyn off that list. Sorry, babe. <laughs> but you know I don't want to burden her with my bullshit. Um, but John, and John is – and I think everybody should have a safe person that they vent and bitch to and, you know, what, a, however that looks because we need it. We're human. We need to be able to unload. But we need to be very cautious in who we choose and we need to know that, like, they're not going to let us sink into our bullshit. And so I'm not saying, like, my friends don't let – Aren't trustworthy or my friends aren't amazing. They fucking are. I don't want to burden them with my bullshit, right? And I know my friends love me. And so they're going to agree with me just like I agree with them. And so I don't want to burden them with that either. I don't want to pull them into it. And so that's not saying I want to burden John with it and I just don't give a shit. But the difference with John is John doesn't let me. John doesn't let me go farther than I than I want to go because maybe it's just the, the the guy thing, right? I think we all know like from our husbands and, and partners like that they just don't really look as deeply into situations as maybe as, as women do. And so I think that's probably a lot of it. Like he just simply doesn't care. <laughs> you know? But anyway, but he also calls me on it, right? Like, he's safe because he calls me on it. He lets me know when I'm just fucking bitching and I shouldn't be bitching. He says it. Where friends who love me deeply, and I'm again, and I trust deeply, and I cannot stress and, and state that enough, they they love me. And just like I love them. And so it's not like we're going to instantly call each other on our bullshit because we don't want to hurt each other's feelings, right? We love each other. So anyway, I don't know. John's my safe person. Where am I going? So I'm sitting in class, and I'm texting John that I fucking hate it here. <laughs> I fucking hate it here. I'm 38 years old. I don't want to be sitting in class. I know all this information. I've known this information for years. This is a waste of my time. I don't like being surrounded by the energy of all these like hormone-ridden, you know, young adults. It's like ugh. I don't really identify as empathic. I don't identify as empathic, but I also very much am, and I know that I I feel emotions. I'm very good at blocking them out now, but I still very much feel them and so I'm like in this room with all this like angst and frustrations and hormones and you know all that shit and I just fucking hate it and so I'm texting him and I'm just like I'm over it I know the end is near it's making me more over it holy fuck get me out of here and he's like why what's wrong I'm like nothing's wrong I'm just like whatever because again John will call me on my bullshit and he's like well you can leave and I'm like you're right So, like I said, 10 minutes ago, I chose it, right? I'm choosing to sit there. And bigger than that, I chose to go back to school. I consciously put it on my plate. And I didn't just choose to go back to school in this semester. I chose to overload myself. I loaded myself up with shit to do. There's never been more on my plate than there is right now but again, I'm the one who said yes to it all. I'm the one who put it there. And maybe I did so over an extending way. Maybe I, you know, crossed some personal boundaries. But again, I did that. And so I need to own that. And in me, bitching about that is just betraying myself. And so what I did in that moment is come back to the same thing I do with the dishes in the sink or the the load of laundry. And it's just understanding I chose this. And so why did I choose this at this time? Why was it important to me? Why is this something that I want to be doing? And when I start remembering those things, I become flooded, with gratitude. Holy shit, I get to be here right now. I get to be having this opportunity. I am able to be back in school pursuing something that I thought was never going to be available to me because back when everybody else was going to school, I was a mom and I was raising, you know, a daughter and I was raising myself. And so this was something that I thought was just going to be completely off the plate. And so I'm getting to follow something that, you know, opened up to me that I never knew would open up to me. And I know it's going to take me somewhere because, again, this is you know a whole different podcast, but God told me to go back to school. God told me very, very clearly that it is important to me to go back to school. And I still don't know why yet, but I know there's a reason there. And so I am on a path that my soul was meant to walk. How dare I be salty about this, right? And so how does this apply to you in your life? Where are you in your career? Maybe you fucking hate your job right now. Okay, well, what does it give you? Do you ha- does it give you income to support your family? Does it give you insurance? Does it give you security? Does it give you a place? Does it give you a sense of community? Like, what does it give you? Where can you be grateful for it right now? Ask yourself that. What are you complaining about? When did you put it on your plate? Because I guarantee you, you put it there. And maybe it's indirectly. And so, again, I I know I keep saying, like, children, housework, or whatever. Like, it's easy. I was like, well, I never signed up for this. Bitch, yes, you did. You fucking did. You carried that baby in your belly. You signed up for everything. And you love these people. So suck it up and find a reason to be grateful. It is completely, and this might sound like spiritual bypassing to people. I understand that, right? Like, I understand how this can sound like I'm just like, oh, no, Like just walk all over me. I'll do your dishes. I'll fold your laundry. I'll do any. Like No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I could choose to leave the shit there. I could choose to leave it there until they want to do it. And they will do it on their own timeline. I'm doing it on my timeline because I am choosing it. And remembering that keeps me in a state of gratitude, which is so important. And that is something, again, I feel like gratitude is, I know I'm getting so off subject here, but like one of my notes that I wrote down of the very few is how to call your bullshit around gratitude. And that is everything that I just talked about. I guarantee you that almost all the time when you find yourself complaining, what you're complaining about is something you chose. And if you didn't choose it, you accepted it. And that means if you didn't consciously choose it and you accepted it, you can change it. And if you don't change it, then you're choosing it in that moment. So shut the fuck up, right? Like, and and I hope you understand what I'm saying there. It's like the Maya Angelou quote: quote, "If change it, choose it, or accept it." it, Like I truly believe these things, and if I'm going to choose it, or if I'm going to accept it, I'm going to find a reason to be grateful here. And I want to again dive off just slightly into the traumatic because. I don't want people to think, well, I've gone through shit or, you know, I'm I'm going through shit right now or life handed me this pile of shit. You want me to be grateful for that? No, that is not what I am saying. That is not what I am saying at all. Gratitude is understanding that wherever you are in any moment is Where you are meant to be, and again, I do not mean that everything happens for a reason. I think everything happens for a reason is a fucked up belief that is a bullshit way to think. I don't think everything happens for a reason. I think fucked up shit happens, and there doesn't have to be a reason for all of it. But, and it's a big but, like I said in the beginning, arguing with reality means you will lose 100% of the time. And so when we find ourselves in those fucked up, horrible, terrible situations, I'm not saying that you just instantly like throw on your rose quartz necklace and, you know, put your hand over your heart chakra and just find a reason to be grateful. No. What I am saying is you understand that you're going to be okay. And you know that you're going to be okay because you have lived through 100% of your worst days before that moment, right? And you also understand that while what is happening is horrible, and you do not deserve it, and nor do the people around you who may be going through the same things, it is still where you are, right? It is still where you are. And so fighting it is only going to make it worse. It's only going to make it worse. And so you accept it. Like Anything that you cannot change, whether it be a medical diagnosis, a death, an accident, the weather, like on a less meta level, because how many times do we bitch about things like traffic jams or, you know the line moving slowly in front of you. Like, we cannot fucking change those things. We have no choice but to accept them. And so in those moments, we just accept it. That That's gratitude. Gratitude is being able to just simply accept it and say, okay, I'm going to not give this more power than it needs right now. I'm just going to accept that this is where I am right now. And where the gratitude comes in is having cognizance to realize that even though things might be fucked up right now, there is still a reason to be grateful. Always. Even if the only thing you can think of is there being air in your lungs right now. Because the fact that you're alive is reason to be grateful, right? There's always something to be grateful for. I, like many of you, have lived through my fair share of bullshit. (laughs) Shit that I wouldn't wish on any other person. But I think you can all agree with me that when enough time passes between you and whatever event, you can start to look at that thing with different eyes. And you can start to realize, okay, I didn't deserve that. I did not deserve that at all, nor did the people that happened to or the people in that experience. But here's what I learned from it. And so while I'll never be totally grateful for specific events, I can be grateful for what they taught me. And I can be grateful for who they made me into, right? Because those fucked up things, they tend to take our lives one or two ways. We either live there and we, we stay in that low energy of I'm a victim. This happened to me. Woe is me. And we stay there. Or we say, okay, I am a victim, and this did happen to me, but here's what I can do now because of it, and here's what I will not do now because of it. Because I think that's the case for a lot of us is we realize, like, I'm never going to be that person. I will never be somebody... Who? And so we remove ourselves from energetic situations, from people, from things. Like, and we allow ourselves to be taken out of those things. And so we get away from these situations and we realize, okay, I'm not grateful for this situation, but I'm grateful for what they did for me, right? And that's gratitude. That is gratitude. And that's a whole big meta picture of gratitude, but it's important because I just... And I say this cautiously, and I say this with every sense of love in my being. And I also say this, like, if you're in it right now, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. And you're right. You shouldn't like what I'm going to say right now. But if you're out of it, right, if the event has happened, if it's over with, if you choose to keep the bullshit of that event, that's your choice. You're choosing to live there. And that fucking sucks. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth, right? It is the truth. All we can do is say, okay, this happens. What can I do with it? And the further you are away from it, the more clarity you'll see by that. And it's your responsibility to everybody else in your life, you know, especially as caregivers, to do something beautiful with it because we can't just allow it to be bullshit. That stinks us up. It's like a quote I said a couple weeks ago, you know, we're all grown from manure. Every single one of us is grown from manure. If you think that somebody else, you know, if you have it worse than somebody else, like, there's always somebody with a more on their plate. There's always somebody with a bigger reason to bitch, like, and I don't say that to, like, you know, whatever. I say that as a reminder. Like, we're all in it at one point of our lives. The difference is we either take the bullshit we're in and we use it to cover ourselves and we just allow ourselves to smell like shit Or we take the bullshit we're in and we say, I'm going to fertilize it, right? I'm going to use this as something to grow something beautiful out of. That is gratitude. It's understanding that you have a choice in whatever situation you're in, and it's your responsibility to find it. Again, another quote we've talked about, everybody's fucked up. It's your fault if you stay fucked up. Gratitude is realizing that in every situation, you have a choice and it might not feel like it when you're in it. And I understand that. And you might be in it for months. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel that pain and deal with those emotions, throw your fit, do whatever you need to do, but also look around you. There's still reasons to be grateful for. You can still, and if you can't find a reason to be grateful, go to the fucking mirror and look at it. Look into your eyes. You are here right now. And you have your breath. You have you know, the world around you. You have the awareness that you are here right now and the awareness that you want to do better. And that right there is something to be grateful for. I think this might need to be a two-parter. I don't know if it'll be next week or if we'll take a couple weeks and come back to it. But there's more here. I think I did a good job of Getting what I needed to say out there. And that basically is ensure that all your annoyances are a blessing, every single one of them. If you're sitting in traffic, you have a car, you have somewhere to go. You have transportation. You have, you know, means to provide for that transportation. That's a fucking blessing. If you are sitting in a grocery store in a line and somebody's writing a check in front of you, you have a cart full of groceries that you have the means to pay for. That's a blessing. If you are annoyed that you have a dirty house, well, guess what? You have a house. That's a blessing. If you are annoyed that your work is just so overwhelming, well, you have a job. And if you just totally fucking hate it, well, what can we do to to, to change it. If you're not willing to change anything with it, then you have to accept it. And that brings us right back to point A, which again, I understand that is a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth, right? We have to take ownership and responsibility for our situation. And in doing so, you have this amazing opportunity to either change your situation or to find complete fucking ecstasy in it. And that is what I have found. Like all these situations, I'm, I can't change some of them right now. I can't. I need to be in them. I need to experience this shit. So I'm going to enjoy it while I'm here because I have no other choice. The only other choice is being a salty bitch and complaining all the fucking time. I don't want to live like that. I do not want to live like that. If gratitude is a flex, then I'm going to stay flexing, right? I want to live my life in a state of ecstasy, and I am not going to wait for something to happen in order for me to experience that. I call bullshit on it. I love my life as it is right now. Do not think that that means my life is free from bullshit. It is not. I There's so much going on right now that I wish I could wave a wand and change. We all have it. My life is filled with stressors, just like yours. The difference is, is I'm just, I got to choose to enjoy it, right? I'm not going to get these days back. You're not going to get these days back. I'm not going to get these moments back, these experiences back. And so how I choose to interact with them, that's on me. Right? Like life is built from our perceptions and how we perceive the world around us. I want to perceive the world around me from a lens of gratitude, from a lens of acknowledging that I am you know, on this planet for a very short amount of time and the people around me are here for a reason. And if I don't agree with them, if they're here that are giving me strife, well, they're still here for a reason. I need to learn something from them. And if they're here because I just chose them and I love them, like, you know, I, I feel like indirectly I chose my kids. I think we all do at one time or another. But like, I am not going to allow myself to feel ever negative about something that I encounter with situations around the people I love the most. Like that is just bullshit to me. And I realize that now. And I like life a lot better this way. So I'm going to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm going to get out of my husband's closet. And I'm going to go put my laundry away. I'm going to clean the kitchen downstairs. And I'm going to mop the floors. And I am not bullshitting you in any of that. But I'm going to do it with a big fucking smile on my face because it is so much better than the alternative. I will see you back next week.